the recognized symbol of excellence and brotherly entertainment. And now, Pro Wrestling and Being a Good Brother present the Brothers in Cavefans. And ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, the Brothers in Cavefabe are proud to bring to you the undisputed podcasting tag team champions of the world el gigante kinzer keel mr wrestling landon bumgarner the brothers in kayfabe i've been thinking about doing that all day long <laughs> this is the brothers in kayfabe podcast i am one of your aforementioned brothers in kayfabe el gigante himself kinzer keel two my right in the StreamYard studio is Mr. Aslan, Landon Bumgarner, as always, is my great honor, my great privilege, and my great joy to be here live on the Brothers in Cafe podcast. It is a great time to be a wrestling fan because it's always a great time to be a wrestling fan. Jake, we are quickly approaching the arrival of Santa Claus to the arena. Here we are. Yes, we are. And, you know, we are one week away. The We are almost to sing. We Well, we are in single digits to Christmas. And um, I'm not quite sure what kind of episode we're going to have next week. I know we're going to have an episode. Um, We've but got I something thought, special. I'll say that. But I thought tonight we would really, you know, talk about Christmas um, and specifically talk about, um, items that were under the Christmas tree, but Landon, first I want to ask, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. Genuinely no complaints. Uh, we were talking a little bit before we went on air. My work schedule is still a little busy, um, but it looks like there is going to be a little bit of a break for the holidays. Full disclosure, I like I do work on the holidays because the holidays just happen to line up with uh, the primary day that I work. And so it's one of those things where it's like, well, it's going to be a little stressful in that aspect, but it's good. Um, it's It's been a really good week. Um, my wife and I, we got to see the updated ultrasound we got to see our baby boy wave um he was reaching for the hot tag but i turned heel and didn't tag him back so it is what it is how dare you how dare you hey i gotta plug my pro wrestling tees it's what this business is all about hey this business is tough on families it's tough on families jake how's your week been it's been great man it, it really has um as I was telling you earlier, we uh, started um, our Christmas holidays this weekend by visiting my parents and then uh, my wife's parents and uh, got those gift exchanges out of the way and spent time with both of them. And it was it was really great. You know, last night we played some Uno with my niece. And then today uh, we opened up gifts with my in-laws and uh, it was a lot of fun. But uh I, I real quick, I want to tell a quick little story from this morning. Um, 
as I laid in bed this morning, uh, me and my wife watched uh, AW Rampage. And, um, of course, John Moxley opened up the show against Sammy Guevara. Um, not uncommon for Moxley to work Rampage. He's one of those big stars for them that will pretty much do whatever they ask him to do. Um, but what was funny was we were laying in bed and um, my daughter Moxley was uh, sitting with us and she was, you know, playing around and um, every time they said John Moxley or Mox or Moxley on the TV screen, she would pop her head up <laughs> and look at the TV like, who's that talking to me? Right. Why are they talking to me? And so, like, I was like, oh, it's all come full circle because <laughs> she's she's responding to the TV about them. You know, they're saying they're talking about John Moxley and now she thinks they're talking to her. So it was, it was re- just really funny. I, I really enjoyed that today because, hey, you know, it's it's who she's named after. And, you know, it, it was just cool. Like she's she's getting to that age where she's responding to things like that and it just puts a smile on my face so um, just just for the love of god do not let her ever wrestle with earrings in absolutely not that was disgusting <clears throat> and that's like the second or third time that's happened and speaking of this week um i got visited by a ghost this week um i got visited by the one triple j jimmy jam jackson and i don't know if he was the ghost of christmas past present or future but uh von erics or the von erics but uh but yeah it was it was great visiting with mr jimmy jam and uh talking about uh dynamite and roh this past weekend and yeah man it was just it's been a lot of fun it was a good week week um Uh, Like you, I'm pretty sure I'm going to get a short week this week. Um, I'm in uh, I'm in the sales business and uh, the holidays for salesmen are usually um, really not busy for us. So a lot of people are taking off. I believe I'm going to take off as well. Um, And so I might have a short little week. Maybe if we're all available uh, this week, we can film some content for the YouTube and uh, maybe go on a on a toy hunt or something, you know, just like we used to. But um, Lando, you know, we we're we're getting down to the nitty gritty. It's almost 2023. But before we get to 2023, we are hitting Christmas. Merry Christmas to everyone. Merry Chrysler. It is also, if you're listening, well, there's no way you guys are listening to this Sunday, but as time of recording, it's also the first night of Hanukkah. So if you're listening to this Tuesday, yes, it's the third night. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah to all of our Jewish listeners. Um, just happy holidays to everyone, you know. Uh, there's there's a lot of different holidays going on right now. Uh, happy Kwanzaa to people who uh, who uh, celebrate Kwanzaa. You know, if whatever you're celebrating right now, we hope that you have a happy or merry uh, time with it all. Um, 
Landon, I want to talk about what we're watching on, uh, what wrestling we're watching right now. I am watching something on the network, and I want everybody to watch this. I am watching Seasons Beatings, which apparently is a best of that they've put together. And right now, um, Ted DiBiase is in the ring, and he is about to introduce the one, the only, Santa Claus. So, uh, Dude, I love Santa Claus so much. RIP Balls Mahoney. I was about to say it was Balls Mahoney, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, I'm not going to say any names, but I definitely went to high school with a uh, female who greatly resembled Balls Mahoney in his <laughs> later years. That's all I'm going to say. I wish, I wish that they still did this. But uh, they've got a Santa Claus with Savio Vega right now walking around just handing uh, gimmicks from the gimmick stand out to crowd members. How great would that be? Like, Oh, so great. Um, it looks like a WWF in your house. I'm not quite sure which one, but hey, this is this is pretty cool. Um, Landon, what are you watching tonight? I am watching... WWF Hardcore. It is a compilation, a little bit of a miniature documentary of really um, some of the most hardcore moments of the Attitude Era, but also the birth of the Hardcore Championship within the company as well. This was a birthday gift, um, I believe, one year ago, two years ago from a Mr. Johnny Cove. And full disclosure, right before we went on air, I took the cell phone off, so this baby is being played for the first time. That is fantastic. That that is really cool, man. Like, it's always cool to open up something new, and uh, especially something that old. That that's just really cool. So, yeah, thank um, you, Johnny. Good brother, Johnny, man. Good brother, Johnny. He's he's going places, but uh, we're getting ready to get to our main topic of discussion for the day. Um, Landon, is there anything you want to cover before we, before we play, uh, some, some homework, some housekeeping, and then, uh, get onto our main subject? I don't know where this necessarily fits into the pod for tonight, but this is just a little snippet because of copyright, but this is a little something I made. If you don't watch the video version, right now is the time to switch over because here's just a little holiday greeting from the brothers in kayfabe. He's the man with all the toys. Someone found a lighted house late one night. Like I said, I'm only playing a snippet. You gotta love the Beach Boys. You gotta love Vince McMahon, the man. With all the toys, lawsuits included. But in all seriousness, we we do wish you a very happy holidays from the brothers in kayfabe. We're excited. Absolutely. So, Jake, unless there's something else you want to talk about, I say we dive right into it because I I've got some goodies to surprise you with on air. All right, but before we get started, we have a word from our brother podcast. Take it away, Mark. Hello, Mark Maggard here inviting you to join us Thursday night on Spanning the Globe, where we discuss the belt hobby and professional wrestling and have a little fun along the way. 
Andy, Jim, Lane, Richard, myself, love to have a good time talking about wrestling. We'd love for you to join in the fun with us. That's Spanning the Globe, Thursday night to 7 Central, 8 Eastern, in the Wide World of Belts Facebook group and on the Wide World of Belts YouTube channel. We'll see you then. Now, I should say this. I did meet up with host of our brother podcast, Mark Maggard, this week, Jake. Oh, really? I did. And Jake, if you had to guess, yes, I am a loyalist to all pro wrestling, but if you had to guess, what, what would you think was my favorite professional wrestling company of all time? There is no guess because I know. And that that company is E. C W. That company is baby E C W. So, Jake, you and I have talked about this forever. I have never been a belt guy. You know, I have admired from afar, but it's one of those things where I'm I'm just not going to drop the money on them. I don't have the space for them. And no offense to belt people, but. You know, like all wrestling fans, there are some belt people that just ruin it for everybody. Um, Oh, absolutely. I've sat next to my fair share of belt people at wrestling shows, and I was like, man, I'm two hours away from home. I'm at a live professional wrestling show. I paid a good chunk of money to be here. I almost just want to go sit out in the parking lot instead of sit next to this person. But I digress. Not everybody's like that. (laughs) You know, there are people who are respectful and know how to behave in public and all that. But just one of those things where it's like, well, it'd have to be like the perfect deal, perfect timing for me to do something like this. Well, good brother of the show, Mark Maggard, has been on me for about a year now, I would say, trying to, you know, hey, we got to get you a belt. We got to get you a belt. Hey, we need to get you 10 pounds of gold, but we'll get you any other belt. And I was like, well, honestly, if I were to just have one belt, you know, it'd be sick to have the 10 pounds of gold but if i could only have one it'd probably be ecw just because that's what i love yeah and so there have been a couple of specific instances where he's like hey here's an opportunity jump on it i'm like eh, it's not the right time now it's not a good time to drop money on it well about a month and a half ago two months ago mark reached mark reached out to me asked if i was still interested and i was like yeah of course but you know I don't plan on buying one anytime soon and basically informed me of a really good deal. He was getting on one like insane deal. Long story short, there is a belt collector who passed away. His family um, liquidated his collection. They know nothing about the value or worth anything. So it was like, Hey, we just want these out of here. So we're selling them for dirt cheap. Mark picked up this belt gave it to me for a brother price and I'm not going to talk numbers or anything, but let's say if I wanted to sell this, you know, I could flip it for like eight times what I paid for it, but I don't ever plan on flipping it because this, this is the belt I need. This is the ECW world championship um, from like 96 to 2001 specifically. I don't know if, I'll be able to pick it up on my camera, but it is the version that Taz held with his name on it. It's a Fig Inks, a.k.a. FTC, 
Um, it is the deluxe version, which basically just means it's a little bit higher quality than uh, the regular retail one. But what yeah. makes this special is it's really hard to get officially licensed replica belts right. of certain companies like ECW and NWA. You're not getting that because they're, they're just not made anymore. Yeah. You know, I'm sure WWE has like a tribute to ECW belt, but this is like legit ECW copyright. Like it's all there. So I'm stoked. I have no idea what I'm going to do with this, where I'm going to store it. But, you know, I am, I'm happy to have it. I don't know if I showed you this, Jake. It did come with its original. Oh, that's beautiful. Not like a nice velvet carrying case um it is from 2003 so there is the plug for wrestlemania 20 on there as well so it's a uh, i can't believe i almost forgot to bring that up so it's it's almost like christmas came early that's so cool man i'm glad we've been talking about it i mean we, we needed to get you one just because you're such an ecw mark like it, it, it you need it like it, it's not a choice you need it so I'm I'm excited that you have it, and uh, it's really cool, man. I'm glad I'm glad you finally have it. It's it's just it's so awesome, and the fact that it's such a rare piece, and you you have it now, like it's yours. Yeah, uh, it, it just feels, makes it even better. So it feels very fitting, and you know, Jake, you were with me whenever <clears throat> the only. Um, true ECW original I've ever met with Sabu. Uh-huh. And I was able to get a DVD signed by him, but now I have a special piece. It's like you know there aren't there aren't unfortunately there aren't that many ECW originals left, but this is one of those things where you like, you know what? I'd be okay with having ECW original sign this. Oh yeah, really with some would. nice some nice, you know, white uh, paint pen or silver paint mm. pen like oh man it look great but uh yeah so that kind of kicks us into you know what we're going to talk about tonight and it's all about uh the gifts you give or receive on christmas that are wrestling related and you know most of that is toys action figures video games you know hats tvs or tvs t-shirts those kind of things um so what better fitting thing uh, than to open up some toys while we're recording this podcast? You mean and like you've got some to open up right now? I have some to open right now. Ooh, a live um, unboxing on air. I have literally kept these in the box because I wanted to do this on air. Um, and so... Ringside is having a big sale right now. Uh, we are not um, sponsored by Ringside, but we would love to be if they would uh, take us. But um, they're having their big Cyber Monday, uh, Black Friday sales right now. So I picked up this for a steal. These I looked it up. These were originally, I believe, $60 shipped. I'm pretty sure. <coughs> I think so. It was right around there. I want to say they were like $15 a piece, like, and it's a four pack. Yeah. Um, but, uh, 
I picked up the Mattel Retro Bundle. This is a sit. This is Wave Eleven, I think. But this is the first one they put on Mattel Creations. Now, Ringside is having a sale on these. They were twenty five whenever I bought them. They're now down to nineteen ninety nine. Um, that's insane. So. I am breaking the seal on the shipper box. Now, what's cool about these is they're doing them in themes. Um, and I believe the theme on this first one is WrestleMania one. If I'm not mistaken, I know all the participants in this box were at WrestleMania one. So it wouldn't surprise me. Um, I love the retros. I love retro figures. These are supposed to look like the old Hasbro's back in the day. So I've got a Hasbro right here. Here's a Hasbro Hulk Hogan. Um, everybody remembers these toys as a kid. Here's a uh, custom macho man. You know, they have the action features. So, you know, and retros are back, baby. Like they're back big time. They are. Uh, it's that sweet spot of 30 plus years. Yeah. So Mattel has brought them back. Now, this box that they come in is incredible. So here is, I'm going to move my microphone back a little bit. Here is the shipper box that they come in. And it's uh, Rowdy, Pop, Rowdy Roddy Piper, Mr. T, Mean Gene Okerlund, and Cowboy Bob Orton. Um, there's the side of the box. They've got that on this that side. They've got this on that side. And then the old school looking... Uh, back piece, but these are supposed to emulate the old um, Hasbro's from when uh, we were. I was very young. You were not around yet <laughs> when Hasbro's were still on the uh, still on the pegs. But I didn't really. I wasn't really super wowed by this uh, set. But for that cheap, I gotta have them. Like it's worth it for Mean Gene alone. Uh, mean Gene and Mr. T, but uh, the first one I'm pulling out is Rowdy Roddy Piper. Now, that's what's cool about these is they look like the old Hasbro boxes even. Yeah. And uh, you turn it around. It's got the whole series on the back. Uh, it shows the action features on there. So that's really cool. He's got the kilt kick. So, you know, it's got the it's got the old school look to him. Um I'm really excited to open these up because I am not a mint on card collector. So these are going to get opened up today. Um, Cowboy Bob Orton. Uh, I think their point on this whole series is just to just kind of uh, fill in the gaps from back in the day whenever Hasbro had the license. So he's got the Cowboy clothesline. And uh, while I'm opening these, we'll talk. We'll talk about, you know, toys and stuff from when we were kids and you know what we what our favorite things were but now um, Jake if I may interrupt yeah while you're while you're showing that off I just need to ask you a question are you going to be able to undertake them all <laughs> I am I am going to be able I am going to be able to undertake them all um Especially once ringside gets uh, the next wave in, um, I'll probably be ordering those too. So that, that's 
Look how man. beautiful that Macho Man is right there in the middle. I know, and that's one of the one Hasbro's that I don't have that I need. Um, it's just so perfect. I know they just made the ultimate version of that. Mattel did. Yeah. <gasps> um, but now, let's see. I will say something about advertisement like that. Uh, my wife and I, we were talking about this just the other day. It's unfortunate. Um, like advertising is just nowhere near as good as it seems like it used to be. Like, obviously, right. no one wants to sit and watch commercials. But the fact that for a while, you know, there was some quality stuff and it was either like, oh, that's entertaining or like, oh, that's wholesome to watch or like, that's fun or it's genuinely captivating. Like something like that. Like, when's the last time? You know, for wrestling action figures, you had the wrestlers involved in the commercial. Not they don't do it very often. They, I've seen yeah. a couple modern ones, but not very often. Yeah. I want to bring that back up real quick. Yeah, absolutely. What's sad is I am a retro collector. I've got a bunch of retros, a bunch of Hasbro's. Um, I have two that are on this whole list. Mm -hmm. And this is just the 93 collection. Yeah. I only have two of these and there's a lot of my dream figures on here. I, I really love that Virgil. Um, I really want that macho man. I need that Hulk Hogan, uh, Sid justice. That Sid justice is such a great little Hasbro figure. And then of course, Sean, uh, Ric Flair. I mean, that's a great set. Um, but yeah, to round these out, uh, Mean Gene Okerlund and Mr. T. So like, those are really cool, man. Like I'm really excited to open these. These are, these are the two I was wanting. So yeah, <clears throat> I could buy them by myself, uh, by themselves or just buy the whole set. So I bought the whole set. So, um, I will, I will never forget the day that Mean Gene passed. I was, oh, what a beautiful sound. I was in Colorado and I was on vacation and I woke up to Triple J Jimmy Jackson saying, did you see the news? And so I immediately, I just opened social media and saw an image that said, rest in peace. And it was, it was, it was a rough day. Me, Gene was, is still probably by far my favorite, um, uh, backstage personality Absolutely. if you will interview personality here's here's the sound of christmas morning are you ready for it mm. beautiful that's brothers and kayfabe a asmr right there um, man and i i still like i yeah, i don't know if it's a good thing or a sad thing but i still remember greatly um those first couple of Christmases being into wrestling and my parents weren't super thrilled, but they would buy me the action figures. And, you know, I, I am grateful because my wrestling fandom came out of Christmas all because Johnny Cove and his brothers um, having like a wrestling Christmas where they got video games and they got wrestling action figures. And I was like, none of my like... <coughs> My Power Ranger toys don't look like that. My Dragon Ball Z toys don't look like that. They don't come with accessories that look like that. Right. And, you know, here we are nearly 20 years later. And 
it's just crazy to think about, ain't it? It is. So I went ahead and opened them all um, while we were talking. And so you you were talking about wrestling Christmases. Do you did you ever get wrestling figures for Christmas? Oh yeah, there. <clears throat> I think it was like oh five. 06 and 07, I think, were the years um, that I got it. It was, uh, there was one year specifically um, where it's like I got um, one of the TNA, like Marvel Toy Biz rings uh-huh. um, that came with an AJ Styles. Um, got a couple of Jack's figures with it as well. And I just remember, um, like, that there's always that time like you open presents on Christmas and it's like like can we leave grandma's house so I can go play with these (laughs) and it's like right no like it's 9am we're not leaving here till after supper tonight (laughs) and so I remember going down like all my cousins were playing video games and which normally I would be playing them with them but this one year I got the TNA ring and I got several um, WWE guys and so I was like, you know what? I'm going to normally I would not open them and play with them here, but I'm going to do it anyway because I cannot wait. I've Like I've got shows booked like I can't let the fans stay outside the building all day. And so I remember like I just opened them up, sat down on the floor and <laughs> this is how much of a mark I was as I'm booking the shows. Uh, one of my younger cousins, he comes up, he's like, hey, can I play with him? I'm like, sure. Like. Hey, here's a couple of guys like this wrestler is really good. So use him. He's doing matches. He's like, all right. Um, they won the state championship and now they're ready to challenge for the national championship. I was like, <laughs> what do you mean? It's like, well, like they, they're advancing. They're ready to go. I was like, you idiot. There's, there's not a national championship in pro wrestling. There's only the world championship. That's the only one that matters. And I only have one belt and it's all my wrestlers. So sucks to suck. So uh, yeah. I didn't get, I didn't get wrestlers until I was married for Christmas. So, um, but I will say the first, the first wrestling Christmas I ever had, um, I was in high school and one of my cousins got me that orange, that first orange John Cena shirt. Mm. And brother, I wore that to the gym. I wore that everything, everywhere. Also, I just looked up and uh, they're doing Christmas in Baghdad. Okay. The front row, literally front row, hard cam, right in the center is a dude in a denim button up and an OU hat. (laughs) And Vince is in the ring, but. Um, that was my only wrestling Christmas for a long time. And, you know, it's because I didn't really have friends or family that understood wrestling. Um, so I got that. Um, but then my wife has also, you know, been into wrestling, um, through me, of course, but, uh, she's become a fan of wrestling and, so she's got me some stuff over the years for for Christmas that were wrestling. But so the the very first wrestling Christmas I had, <coughs> I think I got um, a Hulk Hogan DVD, maybe um, 
like another like best of DVD. But the most important thing is I got this Randy Orton T-shirt, oh, yeah. the Wolfpack spoof. Um, and I was because I had begged and begged and begged. I was like, I want a Randy Orton T-shirt. And my parents were like, well, where do we get that? And so I asked Johnny Cove and he said, hot topic. And I told my mom, I was like, oh, hey, they sell the wrestling shirts at hot topping. She's like, well, there's no way I'm going in there. <clears throat> like we, <laughs> we, we don't shop at that store. Lo and behold, they went in there and got me the shirt. That was my favorite shirt. That's why it was. I, for some reason we had two. So this is my fifth grade picture. For some reason, we had two picture days that year. Yeah, and I, this one came first, so I thought it was the yearbook picture. So I wore this. And fun fact that it's hard to see that I have a necklace on, and what it is is it's in a little elastic like paracord band with beads on it because, and I have them right here. This line of like r- the these rubber wrestlers. <laughs> that you what you do is you wrap them together like you twist them up and you put them in this little ring and let go and as they unfold it looks like they're wrestling that's cool well that little bead if you can see it this little yellowish green line that's that little paracord with two <laughs> beads on it that was the ring rope i was like well i'm gonna make this a necklace and i'm gonna wear my wrestling shirt and then i found out that wasn't our yearbook picture and so i was like well I wasted my RKO shirt. I gotta, I gotta tell you. So, two of the my favorite things from this little set right here. This, uh, the the action on the Mister T figure. So, like, look at that carding. That's great. Like, that's classic. Got Mister T on the back. His authentic superstar move, spinning the fool. <laughs> Okay. I love it. And then Mean Gene Oakland, obviously. Look at look at classic Mean Gene there. Rest in peace. He del- he has <coughs> the hard hitting interview, brother. That is so great. Hey, you could like on the note of Mean Gene, you could honestly ask uh, like Johnny Cove, and you could ask friend of the podcast David. Um. Like during during like elementary school uh, and beginning years of middle school, if you were to tell them or if you were to ask them what my favorite legends moment of all time is, it is all the pre-tapes or all the vignettes, I should say, of Mean Gene being trained by Hulk Hogan oh, for brother. their tag team match. Oh, brother. It's so good. And that's when I was like, man, like, would it be cool to be WWE champion? Yes. Would it be way cooler to be... Mean Gene and say, damn it, Hulk. I just want a beer and a bratwurst. That'd be way cooler. <laughs> so I, since I've got them on, all unboxed, I want to show them off. Here is Cowboy Bob Orton. I'm going to do these from least anticipated to most anticipated. So here's Cowboy Bob. This is on the classic close arm uh, action. Great, you know, great action. I love that they even put Ace on the boots. For those listening at home, I'm going to take a picture of these, but for those listening at home, he's got his green trunks, his black boots. He does have the cast on his arm because what 
what Cowboy Bob would be anything without the cast. Um, and then uh, as his cowboy hat molded on. So, you know, I mean, hey, what are you going to do? Um, he does the clothesline. Now, Rowdy Rod, Rowdy Roddy Piper has um, a new uh, action that wasn't in the um, Hasbro line, but uh, he's got his kilt on. So that's really cool. Um, I wish it had the shirt because like he just looks weird without the shirt. Yeah, I'll probably. I'll probably take the kilt off of him because the kilt is removable. So that's really cool to see on a retro figure, but he has got what they called the kilt kick (laughs) kilt kick. So, um, I believe, uh, the Jeff Hardy, the Shinsuke Nakamura and, uh, I I think um, the Seamus and HBK too. Yeah. And Shawn Michaels had those. So, uh, that's cool. I, I love the new actions. Um, I would have much rather seen a classic action on him. But hey, um, now this is this next one is actually interesting because this is old tooling that they had made for a un, unreleased figure. Um, so, and they just popped a Mr. T head on it. So he looks like he has the clothesline feature on him, but he's got two clothesline, uh, arms. You see that? Yeah. Yeah. So he has the old Texas tornado, ah. spin, spin action. Do you know who was supposed to be in the main retro line with that action? Mm-mm. This was this, and this is literally the same body. This was supposed to be Cesaro. Interesting. So Cesaro was supposed to come out in the main line with this action and debut this action, so he could do the Cesaro swing. How great would that have been? It would have been. I I would have been very curious to see, like, if you were to try and attach another retro to it, how would it spin? I, I don't think it actually did that. It's just, you know, it's the giant swing, you know, that hey, kind of thing. But, you hey, you probably you could. So now my my <clears throat> my the one I've been waiting for, and I kind of want to buy a couple more of these so I can make some more suited figures. But Mean Gene, look at that Mean Gene. Like, that's such a perfect little figure. It looks so It's good. got his bald spot. As it should. Um, He's got a removable mic. So in the classic... WWF Mike, but like you can also give them the hard hitting interview. There you go. Oh, and the <laughs> microphone flew out, but um, hit him right over the head with that microphone. That's beautiful. I love this. This is going to be front and center on my Hasbro retro ring. And uh, I'm really excited about this set. So uh, it's like a Christmas morning over here. We, we just opened up some action figures. Now I'm going to be, playing with these actions the rest of the show but Landon you got you got the the has the uh Marvel ring um you know uh, did you did you ever watch wrestling on Christmas I know there's a lot of people that watch wrestling on Christmas so 
Yes and no. Um, like if uh, if tribute to the like the first couple of years of tribute to the troops, it was like okay, I'm watching that because that would air on Christmas Day. Right. And so I would do my very best to get back in time to um, to watch it. <clears throat> Excuse me. But also at the same time, um, there were a couple of years in there. I, I can't remember the sp- specific years, but there were a few years in there where like Raw was live on Christmas Day or it would be a taped Raw that they would air. Right. And one of them... Uh, was like the first year that they jumped to HD. And so I was super pumped because my grandparents, my grandparents had HD TVs. We didn't have HD TVs yet. So I just assumed if you had an HTV, it automatically meant you had the HD stream. Right. But this is back to where it's like, no, it's if you have cable, if you have satellite, it's not HD unless you pay for the HD version of it. Yeah, you have to switch to the HD channel. Remember, remember, you you could have regular NBC on channel four, but you to get the HD, you had to go to channel seven oh four. So it's like I I didn't know that, and so like I remember, like I probably told my parents I was like, can we stay long enough that I can watch some of wrestling because it's in HD and I've never gotten to see it in HD. And I remember my mom telling my cousins, like, are y'all all, all going to go down there and watch wrestling in HD with Landon? And I was like, I don't want anyone else to watch it with me. I want to I want to watch it by myself so I can mark out. <laughs> but yet here. That's hilarious. Here we are. So Man. like a couple of times, I still try and watch a little something here and there just just because. I will watch. I will watch. uh wrestling um every year i will watch some kind of wrestling on uh christmas mainly just because i watch wrestling on every day at least some form of wrestling every day but you know it like i said i didn't grow up in a wrestling family so you know we didn't really um we didn't really, uh, you know, watch wrestling together, but I'm slowly, I, I should tell you, me me going into the wrestling business, I am slowly getting my father into wrestling. Um, hey, do a Halloween battle royale and let your dad stuff like eight pillows in his shirt and put on lifts and let him wrestle his <laughs> you-know-who. Right, right. So, um, yeah, man, it's just been it, it, wrestling and Christmas go together, you know, like Chinese food and chocolate pudding, you know. Um, it's it's just I I I still mark out for a Christmas street fight. I I love whenever oh, Santa absolutely. Claus is on is on Raw or SmackDown, um, and I love getting wrestling gifts for Christmas. I mean. Um, this year I got, uh, four different Roosevelt's WWE shirts and they were all, you know, I'm going to use them for my, uh, bookings and stuff, but like, it's just awesome, man. It's just awesome to, uh, you know, to, to, to 
get into wrestling. Excuse me. Well, it's like, it's just a great time um, to do it. And it's like, you know, the, the years of people who just literally got, you know, their fandom kicked off because of what they got for Christmas. Right. Like that's a, that's a huge thing. I would say probably without that John Cena shirt that I got a couple years back, you know, when I was in high school, I probably would not have dove as deep back into uh, wrestling as I have. Um, You know, it's just been... uh, It kind of was the catalyst for me to get really back into... Um, into wrestling. So thank you to, uh, my cousin Kim who bought me that shirt. Um, you know, without, without that, I might not be as, um, I might not be, uh, as big of a wrestling fan without that shirt. So it's kind of cool to think about. Yeah. Now, Jake, I do have a couple of other surprises. Just, for the sake of nostalgia. Oh my gosh. <clears throat> like the the beauty of getting the KB Toys ad or the like the Toys R Us, like Big Book, you know, even Kmart and Sears. Yeah. It's just like one of those things where it's like, you know, you like I guess there's probably an Amazon catalog now, but it's not the same. It's not the same. It'll never be the same. It's just, you know, it's kind of, it, it sucks to think about, but like, it's really, it really, oh my gosh, the KB toys. I miss KB toys so much. Man, I, I literally, I miss it so much. There was a season of my life where my family, we would vacation to Texas a lot. And like in the Grapevine Malls in Grapevine, Texas. Oh, was, yeah. That's where I went to KB Toys the most because I don't think we really had them here in Oklahoma City. We There was one at Quail Springs, um, okay. but when they started closing, it was like one of the very first to be closed. Yeah. And so, sorry, it's the Al Snow versus Taz um, or Al Snow versus Hardcore Holly, like fight by the river. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> and so I'm like, Back and forth. Yeah. But anyway, um, and I was like crushed when they closed the one at Quail Springs Mall because like I remember getting to go there. Like we would go like once before Christmas so we could like make our list. Um, Yeah. And I remember getting to go a couple of times like for my birthday to use birthday money. Um, (laughs) But it's like that and Toys R Us don't exist anymore. Like. The days of this are gone. Oh my gosh, man. Don't remind me. I I saw we random. I saw a picture of me and my wife going to Toys R Us for the last time the other day. And it's just like <laughs> I, I got a tear in my eye. Like I was so yeah. I was upset, man. Like it's it's one of those things, like regardless of if you collect and still collect. Or you get kids to buy for like it's a generational thing that just does not exist anymore. I know, like, like that. You don't, ex- 
that experience, you're like, there's nothing to replicate it. Like, oh, well, you can look at toys at Walmart. It's not the same. You can look at toys you, at Target. You don't go to the toy store anymore. And it's just, it's just sad. Like, yeah, it's, it's really sad. There's not, cause there's not toy stores anymore. Yeah. It's uh, like the, uh, the closest thing I can compare it to is like, if there were no more video game stores. Yeah. Like it, like really there's just GameStop, but if you had no other places where you could buy video games and your experience is, well, they have a video game section at Walmart. Right. Same thing with movies. Like there's no movie stores that exist anymore. Right. There really isn't. I mean, like you you, can't not even just renting places. Like there's no standalone, like, um, like Suncoast or Hastings or any of those. It's like you go to Walmart and Target and you hope that they still have an aisle instead of just like a single end cap. Right. And it's just, you know, it's it's sad. It, it's just not there anymore. Yeah, man. It's it's sad to think about. But, uh, you know, major moments of our childhood are gone um, because of, you know, uh, it's just the changing times. You sh- can stream everything, which is sad because like, I love looking at the box art of, of stuff and, you know, going to the, going to the movie, movie store was great. Like it was just so much fun. Um, so, but that's not what we're talking about tonight. Um, talking about Christmas. So Landon, you know, Christmas is like we said, a week away. What wrestling item do you have on your Christmas list this year? Mm. Honestly, I have, um, I, I told my wife, I was like, Hey, like here is my shelf of wrestling VHS tapes. What's on the shelf is what I have. Yeah. Find something that's not on here. Pretty please. (laughs) Um, I, I asked for a couple of wrestling books. Um, and then I have asked for, um, it's only up through WrestleMania 22 or 23, uh-huh. Um, but they released several years ago, um, they released, uh, the WrestleMania anthology box set, which uh-huh. is like the first, tw- like literally WrestleMania one through 23 or one through 22. And so like, that's like my, my dream gift. That's the one I'm banking on Santa bringing me, um, just for the sake of like, you know, like I may not get figures anymore, but I can, I can still muster up a little bit of magic. I love that, man. I, I really do. I love I love that answer. Um, I'm wearing what I asked for. Uh, yes, you are. This is a uh, FTR shirt that is done by Funky Hippo. Uh, I'm not sponsored by Funky Hippo yet, but I really, uh, really trying. Um, the word is yet. I am... Uh, I'm working on them, man. I'm working on them. And, you know, maybe if I cut a good promo here, then we can, uh, we can make it happen. But, um, I, I have this FTR all over shirt. It's one of those, uh, uh, dry fit material shirts. And, uh, it's got the Dax and cash and this awesome picture of them on the front real big. And, uh, it also has the ROH titles on the front. RIP to RIP. that rain, but RIP. Um, yeah, man, hey, that, they could they could still face top flight or private party. <laughs> That's still waiting for him. 
man. I, I'm not going to, I'm in a Christmas spirit. I'm not going to get into booking right now. I'm not going to get go. into booking, but man, yeah. it's, it's just been, it's, it's been sad being a, being an FTR fan right now. What's up? I just remembered something I wanted us to discuss on the pod specifically tonight. Let's do it. All right. So Jake, <clears throat> this is going to require some thinking on the spot. Okay. Okay. Let's do it. We've done a lot of fantasy booking. Um, whether it's individual matches, if it's rains, if it shows, if it's history, I want you, because I've got mine, um, so I can go first, but I want you to take a little bit. I want you to think and come up with, so there have been several times in history where Santa has shown up in the world of professional wrestling, and I want you to tell me and come up with your dream Santa Claus booking like oh my he, gosh it's it's the last episode of WWE before Christmas or AW or WCW whatever company you want to choose how is Santa Claus involved and what does he do okay go first that's my thought so <clears throat> uh, <laughs> I was literally thinking about this um, at 7 a.m. on my way to work this morning and so uh Let's say choose any year between Oh, you know what? Let's do let's do 92. 9192 WWF. Okay. And let's say it's been advertised all night that hey, Vince McMahon is stay tuned, Santa Claus is going to be with us live here tonight. And so all throughout the show there's teases of Santa Claus. Um you see a lot of baby faces in the locker room be like Hey, you know what? You shouldn't feel sad. Santa forgives. So, you know what? If you if you do a good job and you win your match tonight, I'm sure Santa's going to bring you a present too. Like, you've got little conversations like that. Meanwhile, in the heel locker room, you've got The Undertaker, you've got Roddy Piper, and you've got Macho Man all conspiring about how they're going to beat up Santa Claus as soon as he's there. Roddy Piper is furious at the idea that anyone would besmirch his good name and say that he's on the naughty list. And so, to quote him, if Fat Boy wants to show up tonight, (laughs) then Fat Boy's going to wind up in a casket. Isn't that right, Undertaker? And Undertaker doesn't say anything. Paul Bear's like, oh, yes! So you have little teasers like that. Everyone gets word, baby faces get word that The Undertaker, Roddy Piper, and uh, Macho Man, maybe Macho Man, you know, we'll leave Macho Man out. Let's just say it's Piper and Taker. Their plan is to ruin Christmas for everybody. And so we get ready for the main event segment, and it is Bret Hart. Versus The Undertaker. Bret Hart gives his all. He puts The Undertaker in a sharpshooter. And it looks like he's got it. The Undertaker pushes Bret out. Bret goes up to the ropes. Roddy Piper's there, grabs his ankle. Bret turns around, is yelling at Piper. Bret turns around to face Undertaker. Undertaker grabs him, hits him with the tombstone. One, two, three. In the middle of the ring... Roddy Piper conveniently has a casket wheeled down. He's motioning towards the ramp. They wheel a casket down and put it 
the front of the ring. Piper opens the casket with Paul Bearer and instructs the Undertaker to put Bret Hart in it. When there's the sound of sleigh bells <laughs> and <clears throat> Santa Claus comes out with the microphone, he gets into the ring and he tells them all to stop right now that he's known Roddy Piper for a very long time and he's known Paul Bearer for a long time and they're definitely getting coal for Christmas. The crowd pops. Santa looks at the Undertaker and he says, I don't know who you are yet, but I'm starting to think you're more naughty than you are nice. The Undertaker grabs Santa Claus by the throat, picks Santa up for a choke slam, but Brett gets on his feet, starts fighting Undertaker. Undertaker and Brett are fighting. Uh, meanwhile, Piper rolls into the ring with a chair, hits Santa in the back. Nails Brett in the forehead, instructs Undertaker to hold Brett. You know, so Brett can't do anything. And Santa's laying there, you know, people who aren't used to being in the ring, they get hit with a chair once, they're dead forever. And so Santa's just laying there, and we roll Santa into the casket. Piper is laughing, and he commands the Undertaker to come close the lid as Piper says, so I can announce to the world that Christmas is dead. When real American blasts through the arena, everybody loses their mind. 1991 Hulkster comes out to the ring in his Hulk rule shirt. <coughs> He's pointing at the crowd. He's going. And Hogan makes the save. He's fighting off Undertaker by the casket. Uh, whips undertaker into the guardrail scares paul bearer away helps santa out of the casket and you know classic over the top hogan selling looking at the crowd looking at santa looking at the crowd looking at santa at the same time hulk hogan and santa claus slide into the ring together just in time for bret hart to irish whip uh roddy piper from behind into a double clothesline um, by Santa and Hulk. Hulk picks up Santa, or picks up, there you go. Hulkster right there. This is why you need the video version of the podcast. So you get this double clothesline by Santa and Hogan. Hogan picks up um, Piper, because remember Taker and Paul Bearer on the outside of the ring. Hogan throws, or Irish whips, uh, Roddy Piper into Santa Santa hits a right hand. Piper stumbles into a right hand for Bret Hart, into another by Santa, into another by Bret Hart. Uh, Bret picks up uh, picks up Piper, does an atomic drop, sells into an Irish whip by Santa, into the boot by Hogan. And Hogan starts looking at the crowd. He milks it, he milks it, he drops the leg. And then he looks at Santa, points down at Piper. Santa covers him. <laughs> Brett counts the pin one, two, three. And then Real American still plays, and Santa, Brett Hart, and Hulk Hogan all pose together as Vince McMahon wishes us all a very Merry Christmas from the WWF. <laughs> really, as long as I get to see Hogan and Santa pose down, that's all I care about. Santa must pose, brother. There you go. I love that. I do really with do. Muscles. So I obviously haven't had uh, 
as much time to think about this as you, but, um, I, what I've been thinking in it, it's a modern thing. It's going to be a modern deal. And I, I think I'm going to debut Santa in the, in AEW. I don't think he's been day. He's debuted in AEW yet. Not yet. So I want to play in that sandbox. So it is Christmas 2023. Or as AEW likes to call it holiday bash. As Trish Stratus is coming out on my TV screen so that her and John Cena can um, challenge Santino and Beth Phoenix, which the the Trish pop that just happened, man. Whew, that was great. Um, anyway, it is Holiday Bash 2023, the final dynamite before Christmas. MJF is still your champion or he may be a second time champion. We'll figure it out. (laughs) Um, (laughs) He comes out and he says that he doesn't believe in, in Christmas, that he's a nice Jewish boy from Jersey from, I'm sorry, from, from, is he from long Island? He is. He's from Long Island. He's a nice Jewish boy from Long Island. and But he's going to give one man a shot at the title tonight. And the man's name on the contract is Santa. He's going to defend the AEW title tonight against Santa. So... We build up to this match. You see Santa in the back. He's training. He's getting ready, stretching. He's getting one last pump in, brother, before he goes out for the biggest match of Santa's career. Main event time. Santa comes out. Makes his makes his entrance and MJF makes his entrance, comes out, and the bell rings. And MJF lays Santa out. Hits him with the dynamite diamond ring. Really quick match. One, two, three. It's over. Boo. Boo. Big time. At that moment... Wardlow's music hits. Said MJF. You you were a little bit mistaken tonight. See, the contract said Santa, but the last name didn't say Claus. The last name said Wardlow. Wardlow. And out comes Wardlow in a velvet red singlet, ready to do battle for the AEW title. Now, 
MJF gets his cheap shots in. He tries to back out, but they make him they they make him defend the title or he gets stripped because he signed a contract to defend the title and he didn't read it all the way through. He didn't his his lawyer didn't read it all the way through. They didn't see that it didn't say Santa Claus, that it said Santa Wardlow. Mm. So, so he, they come out and they have, you know, the cheap shots early on and MJF cheats as much as possible and, and runs a lot, runs a lot in this match. But finally, with a little Christmas magic and a powerbomb symphony, Wardlow wins the AEW title. All is merry. All is happy. Santa Claus and Wardlow pose in the ring together. And the reign of terror from MJF is over. What a Christmas miracle. Your new AEW champion is Wardlow. I love it. (coughs) Finally, MJF versus Wardlow means something. Hey, brother. Instead of of a one-off and... Nothing ever again. I like you know. My now my one critique is because I want Paul Wright is in AEW is that he reprises his role as Giant Santa and just as it's like I didn't even think about the show kicks off. Tony Schiavone, Excalibur, and all them welcome everyone to Holiday Bash. And then right before the next or before the first match, it cuts the backstage where you see a giant Santa in velvet suspenders, pops his straps and says, I'm gonna deck your halls, bub. And then we've got our show in. There is the the night. I don't know the words of the song. Boom. uh, Jingle all the way is the closest we have to a pro wrestling Christmas movie. I know. Because Well, and Santa with muscles. Yeah, but this one, you've got Big Show in it, and you've got wrestling figures of both WCW and WWE. Yes, you do see those in the toy stores. So, and I, I want to say, uh, Jamie has some wrestling figures in his room. I'm pretty sure. I think he is Hasbro's, but I can't remember. Um, but yeah, that's that's great times, man. I I love that. Um, that was really fun. I really enjoyed. I, I always love it whenever we can fantasy book. So, um, but, uh, that is all I have for tonight. Uh, Landon, do you have anything else you want to, you want to get in before we, we send it home? No, as we mentioned earlier, <clears throat> um, we're not going to reveal what it is because there's still a little bit of planning that needs to be done, but you can't expect Christmas is on a Sunday. So your normal Tuesday Unless we just feel extra generous and drop it Christmas Day, um, you will have another episode um, on your normal Tuesday as well. It'll just be recorded a couple of days earlier due to Christmas programming. It will be Christmas themed, though, so it's going to be good. It's going to be fun. Not a nice little bonus treat, if you will, to get you through the holidays, whether if you're driving um, or if you have kids and they crash from all the sugar and the excitement of presents and so they're napping and it's like, well, I got to kill some time. Slap on BIK. We'll take care of you. So Absolutely. That's, that's all I've got. Well, 
as always, rate, review, subscribe. Um, you'll find me December 31st. No resolution, no regrets. Empire Pro Wrestling, 4605 South Pennsylvania Avenue. Bell time, 6 o'clock. Tickets are 10 bucks. So come see me manage Devion against uh, Sadat. And uh, ring in the new year with some wrestling. We'll talk about that more later. But that is all I have tonight. As always, <clears throat> from your new ECW World Heavyweight Champion, from Santa Claus, from Hogan posing with Santa Claus, from the spinning Mr. T, from the spinning Mr. T, and all things wrestling on Christmas morning. This has been the Brothers in Kayfabe, and Christmas and wrestling is just too sweet for life. Life.